Here you go, man. 60 packages. It's only 55. For real? Close enough. Hell, it is. I live on those. 60. Hey. Hey. You wanted the real thing, right? That is it. This folded over 70 times carbon-treated steel. Take your damn hands off me. That's how your boy learned how to count. The deal was for 60 bags. Yeah? Well, that's all we got. You don't like it, you can go back to Bellevue. Get the cat on home, boy. I wanna test the shit out. Yo, what's gunpowder made of? Hold out your arm. Showtime. Hold out your arm. Business, Seven. Come on, Marnie, this ain't funny. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Ginger Flicks. I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. That was the longest pause ever i thought i lost connection with you that's not even a joke you did (laughs) i went almost immediately after you that is such a lie you're the worst Uh, oh i hate you we are off to a we're off off to to a start blazing start my man blazing (laughs) just guns Mm. blazing just Mm. So, Josh, what movie? Let's just get into it because we're already off on the wrong foot. What movie did we watch this week? Because it was a doozy. Let's put it that way. Okay, so we watched Infinite. We did. We watched Infinite. Not even going into a joke, not even downplaying anything. No. We watched Infinite. I struggled now, to get through this damn thing. Like I, I genuinely struggled yeah. to get through it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this. I mean, yeah, yeah. Even like, just, just. It took us like weeks just to get this movie. Yeah, and like we were trying hard to get this. Uh, we were unable to get it last week. That's why we did Fantasy Island, which. I will say this. Fantasy Island is not a great movie. But it was better than this movie. I enjoyed... Even that's... It's it's not saying much. I'm not gonna... I think that's a stretch, to be honest. Really? I I don't know. I don't know. I, you know I what? Was okay. I was you know what? Okay, you know what? Fantasy there was, Island, there was the pre. See, they both have solid premises. See, yeah, you can't pre- deny the premise. The premise is good, but I mean, <laughs> what kills me is the second you realize in this movie. So, what I, infinite is no, about? But I think the, okay, hold on. I think, but hold on. I think the reason why you like Fantasy Island more, and I'm uh, this is because of the budget. 
I think in this movie sense, is a, like, more... like, no, but I think Fantasy Island, I mean, first of all, it's not a great movie, but I don't think no. it's meant to be that great. Where this movie is like one of those action movies that, you know, it could be a series of movies. It doesn't necessarily And it was given a fairly like, big budget, I would say, just yeah, judging by the effects you could, work, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I feel and like the fact they put that it a has lot Marky of, Mark in it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's got a big star. Plus, it's, you know, the uh, plus Chiwetel uh, Ejiofor, like, yeah. you know, that guy is in, he's a great actor and he's in a lot of things. So it's like, that mo- this movie I felt like tried to take itself more seriously. So in that respect, you're like, uh, there's so many more misses in that in that way. Yeah, I can see po- that. You know, yeah, if- yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I I see what you're saying. And yes, you know, I it's do it's, agree. it's like it's it's, like, just- it's like a Halloween movie, like Halloween Michael Myers versus <laughs> The Exorcist, right? Like The Exorcist is a good movie, and it's like yeah. a psychological thriller and religious thriller whatever and then you have halloween that's a slasher both could be good both are good like especially the originals yeah both are fantastic movies but they're very different in quality you know we're like this so this compared to fantasy island different in quality both bad movies but at least fantasy island is more fun not meant to be this I found it. I found it a lot more enjoyable. This movie took itself a little too seriously, but there are a lot of things in it that kind of just—I don't know—it didn't work for me. Oh, there's there, like there's a lot. Like uh, the my whole, father the whole, wanted me to tell you he agrees with you in all of your. <laughs> oh yeah. In all, <laughs> in all of your rantings, I'm just gonna say. Oh, in the, whatever will be happening. The what I said to you earlier. Oh, right. just everything. I, we'll, I we'll talk you, about whatever we're, we're you say on talk this. About it. We're going to talk about it because we're going to mention it in this episode right here, right now. Don't worry, folks. You are not missing a thing of Joey's rants. So to start it off, okay, the whole premise is the idea. It's it it's sort of based on the whole thing of reincarnation, right? And, you know, the person does manage to remember their past lives. And I guess Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg's character isn't sure about why he has these vivid memories. And then he thinks he's been, he thinks it's other issues. And I guess he's diagnosed as either schizophrenia or multiple personality or all these other things. Basically, I, I think they just throw like a blanket mental health statement over it. Mm-hmm. Without getting into real in depth well, about says, like, the issues of mental health, in that in that restaurant interview, it's basically he's, he's schizophrenic with anger issues. That's what he said. Yeah, I mean, and then he's like, got a metal plate in his head from a car accident or something yeah. like that. But I mean, yeah. like the whole thing with that, and and that's, I was kind of not cool on that to begin with because, you know, schizophrenia in itself is a huge mental health issue that, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like, especially in Hollywood, for whatever reason, anybody who is deemed schizophrenic in Hollywood, it, it in any Hollywood sense, is considered to be a dangerous character or a dangerous person, which is not always the case. 
right? Yeah, and, I guess. And, and, yeah. And, and, and like a mental health issue such as schizophrenia has so many other layers and other facets and avenues mm-hmm. to to give it such a blanket statement is a misrepresentation yeah. of the disease itself. And I don't even know if it's a disease more like like I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm treading in very rocky waters with this whole yeah. conversation, right? I mean, it's weird because, yeah, normally if you think about the term schizophrenia in movies, they are all the it's, person it's is always with somebody like that's Yeah, the, they're always like a serial killer with there, a dual, or like not. Yeah, but they're either like a dangerous. serial killer with like dual personalities, like completely yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. A sp- split personality disorder or they are in a mental asylum. Like, that's it's usually like, how it is. So, I mean, at least this one, they're trying to say that he's fine. You know, because he said that. He's like, you don't I really guess. know me, man. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, I, I just, I didn't. No, it was it was not handled it was, well. It wasn't a great usage of the term. They didn't need to have it, period. Because, yeah, it was thrown in as a blanket statement. I mean, he could have said he had anxiety. Of, like it, it was, it was almost kind of pointless at the whole beginning. Like, who gives a crap about him going for this job interview for no reason? It has nothing yeah. to do with the rest of the movie. Yeah, it is. It just it exists, and it's just yeah. Not why is necessary. he jobless? Like he, he could have had a job. It doesn't. It does not matter. You could have given him a mundane anything. like job or something, but. Like it could have almost even been, and again, this is, again, this is a movie that we've seen a thousand times in a different way. Do you know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is. It's Highlander. In, in some ways, it's, it's the Highlander. Like... In some ways, it's the Matrix. In some ways, it's that one with James McAvoy. It's Wanted. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's that. it's it's the same movie. What's the other one? And then it's like Cloud Atlas, where they've lived like a bunch of different lives. Exactly, over the yeah. It's like Wanted and Cloud Axis all, whatever, Cloud Atlas all at once, right? Because it is this like, you know, it, 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 it's also in many respects, you know, the, 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 the archetypal, archetypical hero's journey in the sense that he starts in this spot where he doesn't know what he's doing and then he meets these mm-hmm. other people that helps him reach his full potential. Yeah. Right? And, like, the, the whole idea is there's two sides to the coin of, of reincarnation. There's the side that believes, you know, you get a chance to be brought back and to make your life better. There's another mm-hmm. side that believe it to be this torturous ordeal that is just never-ending and, you know, looking, I guess, for some sweet relief to get completely out of it. Right mm-hmm. and not be reincarnated, and that's where and I have trouble with his name. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Exactly, and I'm going to yeah. apologize right off the bat because I will probably <laughs> butcher it to hell. Yeah, and I'm going to apologize, <laughs> but like his character and what kills me is he does put in a good performance in this. I'm not going to deny that. I think it's he's one of the more so, interesting. I don't know. He is so things, over the it's, top. It's deliberately over the top. It's he's like the most cartoonish. Villain. Now, it's the most cartoonish the villain. Thing, the worst thing is about this villain. And again, I want to ask your opinion on it because I think you kind of held back 
responding to me because you're mm-hmm. waiting to say it yeah. here. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything yet. I appreciate that. But I said to you after watching it, you know, because they go through this whole thing of how mm-hmm. Chuatel Igiofor's character, right, whose name is, what is it? Uh, Bathurst? Ba- Bathurst, yeah. Bathurst, okay. So Bathurst has developed a way to either kill someone and you know prevent them from reincarnating Mm -hmm. his whole entire motivation is to prevent himself from reincarnating reincarnating so and so therefore his thought process is i destroy existence i do not get reincarnated but yet he already has a weapon that will just take care of one person at a time so why not give himself sweet release and just sh- kill himself with this weapon that he's already made? Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Your no, motivation I... is to, you know, be released of this endless cycle. You already know how to do that. Why destroy everything else? There's no reason. So, okay. So the only reason I can think that it doesn't work, because. Yeah, he says the only way you can't be... And first of all, it's so dumb. It's like, the only way you can't be reincarnated is by being killed by this gun, this by bullet. By this specific weapon where these bullets this weapon, or whatever, and it traps But your you in soul is, your like, soul uploaded... into, yeah, like... Like a, a USB? USB yeah. No, so, sir. I was like, first of all, that's so dumb. What do you mean a USB key? What the hell? Like, that's so dumb. Um, and then I okay. guess destroying the USB key allows your soul to be released. To be re- released, which again, like it's like, why is this so? Okay, so what I was thinking though is that maybe your soul is kind of trapped in like a purgatory. Okay, like, they don't, they don't, they don't mention anything, right? So I have no proof of this, and this is based on a book which I have not read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so but I can't again, tell you, but but that's the oh, but that's the only my, my reason major, I was thinking. My major question: Now that you mentioned that it's based on a book, how much of the actual source material is actually used in this movie? You know, because what? this becomes another issue. A lot of Hollywood does this, and we could go back to movies we've done, movies other podcasts have done, and people that movies that anyone in general have watched that is about another property, right? Mm-hmm. And it has this in-depth source material where it's completely ignored yeah hell it's 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 even in like one of my favorite movie franchises the bond films there's tons of bond movies there's at least five or six out of the 26 bond movies or 25 bond movies the 25th one is yet to come out sorry but out of all those movies there's a handful that have nothing to do with the novels the perfect example is The Spy Who Loved Me. If you've ever read The Spy Who Loved Me, <laughs> it has nothing to do with James Bond. It follows this this female character for 90% of the novel and her life and her struggles and her journey, which happens to coincide with James Bond at the end of the book in like rural quebec okay (laughs) that is that book okay 
I think it was The Spy You Love Me. I'm not 100% sure. But again, I've read all those books, so it's they've all sort of amalgamated in my brain, unfortunately. But yeah, then, see, uh, but then the movie is a typical is a typical James Bond movie and has nothing to do with the book. That's a different sort of scenario where, you know, the movie was probably a little more interesting than the book in terms of its fan base. Mm-hmm. But then you get things like uh, what other movie there's the list well, okay, goes on. So so what I was thinking of is that again, I don't Okay. So one thing you know so, that I've read other reviewers say is that Mark Wahlberg isn't good in the movie. Now, my opinion, I think he was he was okay. He but the dialogue great. was bad. The dialogue oh, no, the writing was, in this movie was The just, dialogue was so horrendous. bad. Now, what I was thinking though is that thinking that it is a book, I was like, is it one of those things where is some of the dialogue writ taken straight from the book? Because sometimes dialogue spoken in a book doesn't translate well to the screen. Because they it's it's almost like I don't know well like too much information or just it doesn't work within that context of the setting you know you have to adapt it for the screen right there's no internal well mind you he had internal monologuing in this which I was like oh god okay here we go had a lot of it too like right from the get go you know um so that uh that right there was like okay. You know, that's obviously taken from a book where maybe it's written as first person or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I was I was curious about that, whether or not it was some dialogue written straight from the page or mm-hmm. not. Because, um, like, for example, from what I hear, like Fight Club, which is a fantastic movie, is actually not a good book. That's what I've heard. It's not that great. The movie is actually better than the book. Maybe because they took certain liberties with it. I don't know. Certain differences in dialogue. Who knows? But, um, yeah. So, I don't know how much is kept or taken from the book. or. But that is another concerning thing in regards to just... Just the way these movies and these books have worked, right? It just it, it it's insane how they keep trying to develop these new properties and none of them ever seem to to work in any way, right? So it it's just it's crazy to me that they even bothered with this movie. Well, even with this one, okay, because yeah, let's say let's say it is successful. And mind you, this is a Paramount Plus. This is the first movie we watched. We've watched that is meant for Paramount Plus. Um, it ends, and the only because okay, in the in the rules of this world, or with these characters, mm-hmm. they die and they are resurrected as a completely new person. I thought that they'd be resurrected as the same person, like they just come back, like they die and then they just come back and they live as you know the same they they look the same but this one they don't they are resurrected in a right. different body so if you were trying to sell this as a franchise led by Marky Mark and Mark Wahlberg he dies spoiler sorry folks he dies at the end of the movie comes back as yeah. someone else 
So you're not gonna wanna want like and it's a it's a no name, right? It's not even like they teased it where it's like Keanu Reeves or something. I don't know. Like it's a no name. So it's a nobody, yeah. So it just doesn't make sense. Don't get me wrong, the only character left standing was the character I liked the most, and that's Jason Manzukis as the artisan. Oh, he was great. He was great. He I was, was like amazing. Dude. This guy, you know, I love every time he speaks. He has the best, like, one of the funniest, most unique voices right now. You know, anytime he's done voices on, whether it's Big Mouth, Invincible, mm-hmm. you know, when he's been in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you watched him in the league. I never really watched that show, but we listened to How Did This Get Made? Like, oh, he was it's his voice. Yeah, he has a lot of crazy you know? sort of ideas. And he plays these little wild characters. But... Yeah. Even the in Artisan Wick. In th- yeah, it, the artisan in this, he was really good. And uh, <laughs> it's funny, when he plugs it in the recent episode of How'd This Get Made, he doesn't really plug the movie. He plugs more about the fact that he's wearing eyeliner. Yeah. So I think yeah. he sort of has an idea of what kind of movie he's in in this, in this go-around. <laughs> To be perfectly honest, because I mean, I think so. He truly is one of the the highlights of the movie. I mean, he brings a lot of life to the movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I had to. I had multiple attempts to try and get through this thing, and I Mm. just. I was I was uninterested unless he was on screen. To me, it was just so. It was a long hour and forty five minutes. Of a movie. Yeah, it, it it's not even felt, two hours. It's not even a two-hour movie, long. and it felt you felt that runtime. I mean, because because the thing is, the synopsis, the plot is fairly simple. You know, Bathurst yeah. wants to kill everybody. I don't, but I don't even know why he. Oh, and he's he's res he's trying to get Mark Wahlberg. Was his character treadmill or something? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, whatever his name was. Threadway? I don't know. Um, Treadway, maybe. Treadway. Treadmill. Whatever. Treadmill. Trying to get him to remember his past life so he can find this egg that'll kill everybody. That's it. And then Mark Wahlberg has to get his memory back to know where that egg is so he can find it before Bathurst does. And they just pat it with nonsense. Like, it's just nonsense. I don't care about that couple... That girl and oh my love is trapped in in, in the, the USB. Yeah, like I shit. don't care. Like I'm sorry, you were boring as hell. Like not interesting. There was no revelation really within Mark Wahlberg's character before he gets his memory back. You know what I mean? Like even when mm. he was training, he was already good enough because he had some of his memories back. What was the deal with the samurai sword? I thought that that like maybe some lessons from when he was a warrior in feudal Japan, mm, or uh, or I don't know, was it China? I am sorry, I can't really tell. They uh, really didn't specify. They didn't specify. They just showed how he made that sword, and I, I anyway, I, I thought it was like a katana or something like that. <clears throat> it looked like a katana. Um. So. So, yeah, I just assumed that would come into play. But all of a sudden, he does that. He makes that blade. No one else 
you know, that's when he gets captured, and then all of a sudden, right, he has the sword in the final battle. I was like, what? Where did he get it? Like, I have, no, I had no idea. I was like, all of a sudden, he's on a motorcycle and he has a samurai sword. What? <laughs> what the hell? Like, it served get... no real purpose. That's you know, trouble. and that whole fight scene on the plane. Don't get me wrong, I actually enjoyed it. There was some stuff I really liked about it, but it yeah. was so over the top. And yo, you've got this, you've got this fortress that's supposed to be guarding all of these souls, mm-hmm. and they're taken out by a chopper. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Like, why the hell do these things get taken out by a chopper, no less, right? It just, I, I don't get why this movie just decides to allow such just blatant silliness. And it, it just, I, I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I really just did not like this thing. It was just, it didn't do it for me. It was uninteresting. I a movie no, like this but- should not have been as uninteresting as it was. And it, for whatever reason, was boring as hell. Yeah. It no, was it- so just, it was not interesting. It was he- not. Yeah. And there was, again, it just felt really padded. There was, and it was nonsensical. Like you're already, you know, and I'm not talking about where a world you have to suspend your disbelief. Like you already have to do that with the fact that they're reincarnated and they remember their past lives. Like, Hey, some people believe in that, believe in reincarnation. Cool. No problem. Uh, just, you know, that, I think that's, so, I think that's like, like I couldn't Buddhist. Care less. I just, I couldn't care less about these characters. It just, no, I oh, had no interest in half so, of the characters. <laughs> I love the whole so there's a couple things for me that I didn't understand. Okay. What was the timeline of the movie? When they're reincarnated, are they reincarnated at any point in time? Because the when he dies at the beginning, his past life and the life he's in seems like the exact same period in time. The gun is the same. It's futuristic. There's the car looks fairly new. It's supposed to be the eighties, but again, here's the and thing. it doesn't look like the it's 80s, supposed though. to be nineteen eighty five in in Mexico City. But here's the thing: Mark Wahlberg's character, at his oldest, at his oldest, is my age. You mean his at youngest? His oldest, I, I, no, at his oldest. Oh yeah. At his oldest, he's thirty six years old in the yeah. in, in the world of this movie. Right, and the guy Mark is fifty. Is, is fucking fifty years old. Yeah. Fifty years old. It doesn't make sense. No. It doesn't make sense. Like the beginning of the movie, they they say last life, so they don't specify. But if you go looking on IMDb, for example, they say nineteen eighty five. Now, okay. let's assume it's February 1985. I don't exist till July of 1985. That's still only 36 years old, regardless. Okay? Yeah. So, there's no fucking, no fucking way Mark Wahlberg can play 36. It just doesn't work anymore. He does yeah. not look 36 anymore. 
No, the guy. He can pass for forty, but that's because I look like shit. But (laughs) dude, but same. He didn't. But he didn't look my age. You know what I mean? He he's supposed to be our age. I'm thirty-seven, and that's the only way that this movie makes sense. Mark Wahlberg is too old to be cast in this fucking so, movie. Yeah, so that's why I didn't really understand he's the timeline. Old. And then he's when he dies at the old. end of this, but then when he dies at the end of this movie, and then he's reincarnated as that kid who, both let's say, the was villains. Both Mark Wahlberg and the villain, right? The Bathurst character, they are both mm. way too fucking yeah. old to be. In this movie, yeah. If and people then, looking but, at the timeline of this movie, but then if even they were at the, smart, they would have made the last life in the fucking nineteen seventies as opposed to nineteen eighty five. It made no yeah. fucking sense. And then, but then even at the end, he's reincarnated as a teenager or something like that. Like I'm guessing conservatively, that kid was maybe fourteen years old. Let's say fourteen or fifteen, like just. Being conservative, although they did say, like, puberty. does the consciousness does the consciousness go into someone else? Like, it doesn't make well, sense. Well, that's it because the artisan who's still alive looks exactly the same as he did in the previous scene. It should so have I was been like, fourteen. It, it all all they had to do to like solve that, even give if him Jason, some more gray hair. Or, or not even, even if Jason Manzoukas does look the same, that I can get past. You literally put like a, a graphic at the bottom of the screen that says 14 years later. That yeah. sort of helps alleviate a few of the plot holes in this movie. Yeah. And, like, but then again, even at but, the, but, but going again, our but even leads, in the, but the dialogue, the dialogue in the opening scene, the couple in the other car says, see you at the beginning. So I was like, I don't, that's why I didn't understand. Oh, that, that does get explained though. That does get explained. She says to him, to Mark Wahlberg, because he says to her, I've noticed that all these pictures in each of your life sort of are at the same place or something like that. And she's like, well, that's where me and so-and-so call the beginning. That's where we first met and we constantly... Have always yeah no no right you know you're right you're right you're right sorry you're so right you're that's totally right about where, that that's but, where see you at the beginning means <laughs> so but, but this is what kills me what if you die at different times same thing which is what they did they died at different times but because his soul was trapped in there I mean go looking at the end like that girl was like fifteen and that kid was like ten. <laughs> <laughs> right it's just the movie just doesn't it, they they toy with the idea of reincarnation which is a cool concept it's a cool idea but then in terms of executing and the way they've planned it and the way they've sort of laid it out i mean it i feel like it needs to be like a, a re a reincarnation movie needs to sort of have a groundwork of rules much like a time travel movie Mm-hmm. Right, because it's kind of the same concept, but not really. They they're they're very similar though, right? And this movie does not do a really good job of laying out that groundwork or laying out those rules. Therefore, it makes it trickier and a little bit more difficult to sort of interconnect and intertwine everything. Mm-hmm. Also, on top of that, 
Mark Wahlberg's age, it, it, it just it, it it just takes away any like plausibility in the movie because he's a fifty year old actor. Yeah, that role should have gone to someone younger. That role would have made sense even with I don't know uh, who is our age right now in Hollywood. I couldn't even tell you. But even if you went a little older, like you went forties, like let's say you went someone like uh, Chris Evans, right? He's he's forty, right? But Chris Evans can still play an older thirty too. He's in that exactly. Range. But that's what I'm saying. He's forty. Right? He could still play thirty five, and that would make sense. Yeah, he could probably still play like thirty two if he wanted to. You know, if like he just did him upright. But yeah, Mark Wahlberg is fifty. So, you know, you could play 40 maybe, but I don't know, like, pushing it for this one, pushing it. And then, here's my other question. He was trying to be all philosophical in the past life, saying, look inside, but he wasn't actually being philosophical, as it turns out, because he hid, like, the destruction device, the egg, Mm -hmm. inside his body. Do they not have autopsies for bodies back in the 80s? I'm sorry. A coroner or whoever has to dress up. Because how do they find his body again? Of course they do. Of course they do. He lands on top of a freaking car. No, but how did they find it in the future, in the present? In the present. Oh, because they saved it. They, um... Right. Yeah. Yeah. They it was on ice, body. right? Yeah. Okay. So exactly. Wouldn't they have seen that there was a giant cut? Like, wouldn't they have examined the body? Been like, oh, mm-hmm. he made a cut. This didn't happen before. He cut himself. You know, it again, it mm-hmm. just I felt like that didn't make sense. He cut himself. And it's a giant freaking egg. How is, how are you not feeling that when you're handling the body? I I don't know, man. I just I don't know. Like this movie, ugh. And then so many things. And then like, what happens if they die before they hit puberty? Nothing. They just get reincarnated, I guess. So, but do they remember that life? Because they don't, you know, their their memory doesn't recall until <laughs> until they're you know in puberty, right? I guess I, I I don't know. I don't fucking know anymore, and I don't like it. But that's what I mean. Like these kind of loopholes don't make sense to me. It just doesn't make any sense. I just don't get it. And I don't like it. (laughs) I don't know. This movie just makes me upset. You know what makes me mad? Is that we've now done two Mark Wahlberg movies on this show. And none of them are good. They haven't been good. You know? And I was talking to my dad. And he's like, name me a good Mark Wahlberg movie, though. (laughs) And, And for a second, though... I had to think about it, but then I was like, hey, The Fighter, 
Italian job. Um, oh my God, there's more. He was in the depart. I'm trying to think of him as a leading role, but like, yeah, he's in the Departed. Um, you know, then I liked Ted, and uh, you know, he's done stuff that I've I've liked him in. Mm-hmm. Even if the movie sometimes has been crap, like I'm sorry, yeah. Planet of the Apes in 2001. Not that great, but I actually don't mind. I it's kind of like a guilty pleasure movie for me, right? But and then you know, Perfect Storm, Three Kings, like he's done stuff that I'm. And then the guilty pleasure movie for me is that movie Fear, where he plays the bad guy. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, it kind of makes me mad because I can't think of the last movie he did though that I liked that came out. I'm trying to. I maybe it was Ted. Yeah, that maybe, might maybe maybe Daddy's <laughs> Home, but Daddy's Home is kind of a stretch for me. Both of them, like I like them, but they're not great. It, uh, it, there aren't many good Mark Wahlberg movies. Let's put it that way. Hey, but the Fighter, I'm sorry, the Fighter is great. I've watched that movie multiple times. It's so good. He he can be good, but uh, yeah, uh, I do start to wonder whether or not he's really the uh, the actor we think he is. Well, I don't think he's a bad actor. That's the thing. And even in The Lovely Bones, that's not a fantastic movie, but I liked him in it. Um, I never saw that, uh, was it, that money movie where they got Christopher Plummer to replace... Uh, Kevin Spacey, I forget what that movie was called. Anyway, I uh, I like Mark Wahlberg. I don't think he has so much range as an actor. No, but you I agree. give him he enough. Have that much. But you give him enough, and he is enjoyable to watch. And to, you know, like uh, Pain and Gain, that one with The Rock and Anthony Mackie, that Michael. Like again, not a great movie, but I liked him, and I liked him with The Rock. Like, they were great. I actually really, now that I think about it, I really enjoyed them together. Um, and same with Anthony Mackie. Like, those two were great in that movie. Um, the movie itself is okay. But, yeah, but, but that's what yeah. I mean. Like, I'm sorry. You give Marky Mark this cringy dialogue. I mean, hell, I don't even think DiCaprio or Brad Pitt could have pulled it off. It, it wasn't great. Uh, I checked out halfway through this movie twice, twice. <laughs> like this movie was not engaging in any way. Like I was so, for a movie that's supposed to be this cool, you know, premise about reincarnation. It's supposed to be this cool action movie. It's supposed to set up a series for the next, I don't know, however many years. And it's just so, it was it was uninteresting. I was I had zero interest in it. You know, as, and, as you uh, should, you're you're right to. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, you know, one would kind of expected this to be a little bit better and a little bit more interesting, and it just it just I wasn't think if, there. I think if they again, it's one of those things. They needed to retweak some of that dialogue, trim it down a little bit. And if they made it on like a Highlander budget, you know, like the original, where it's kind of like an indie movie, you would have been fine. 
But they tried to sell this as an over-the-top, like, Fast and the Furious, $150 million. I don't know but how much But nothing happened in it. And that's, that's what, what I mean. It's... Me. There was no action. There were very little action sequences to keep you engaged enough to care. Right? There was and, a few. And... There was a few. But... But I wasn't that interested. Like, I was just so... I would have loved as well, like... The, okay, first of all, the training montage he has where he fights that one dude. Yeah, the big guy. Was okay. But I wanted... I kind of wanted more of that. That would have been more interesting. They, yeah. I, I would have loved to see... Because, like, again, the, the, the way they get his memory back is they drown him. What? That's it. They, <laughs> they drown kill him. him. They literally kill him. And then bring him back to life. Yeah. That's what they do. But they could have done that in a bathtub. Hold yeah. him down. Get the big dude to hold him down. That's it. So it was very, very strange. Um, but they could have... But no, I would like to see more like... If they made it almost like... Missions where he does things and it yeah. accesses certain parts of his memory. Like, if they made it more like he... he like, because sometimes those movies can be very... Also very taxing watching you know you're just like you're it's just mm -hmm. side missions you know like that's how rise of skywalker was right just a mission to get a different device or whatever yeah it was just but, like go get this it, go do that but i mean but if it was more like he did certain things and it accessed different memories and that's how they progressed the story mm -hmm. that kind of would have helped but they didn't really do that all they kept saying is he can't remember we can't make him remember let's drown him yeah, yeah, it, it's just, it didn't make, it, this movie should have been so much better, and it wasn't. Yes. <laughs> it's true, you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. This movie should have been way better, and it just, it was, it was, it was meh. At best, it was meh. Yeah. You, you are 100% accurate. Although, I wouldn't mind a sequel with just Jason Manzoukas. That would have been interesting, too. I would have really liked that. I, 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 I feel like this movie need needed more Jason Manzoukas. Yeah, I just want more of him in my life. It's not fair. <laughs> I want to be his friend. Yeah, it, that would be awesome to be his friend. And it'd be another J in the crew. That'd be great. But in order to get him to leave, how did this get made? That would be tough. Oh, he doesn't have to leave. He, he can double duty. That's true. I mean, Paul has like three podcasts going. On. June's got two podcasts. Zooks! Zooks! <laughs> no, honestly, though, uh, he was by far the best thing about this movie. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add on this thing? No. No. Uh, you... No. To be Magistel. honest, I, I, I fell asleep for part of it as well that I had to go rewatch. And yeah, this was this was a tough 
I had not struggled to get through a movie in a long time, and this was definitely one of them. Yeah. Like it was, it was a warning sign, man. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> Just this movie did not want us to watch it. How hard it was for us to actually get it on top of everything else. So yeah, I mean, anyways, guys, we've now come to the point in the show where we rate these movies out of five ginger snaps. And Josh, my good man, how many ginger snaps do you give Infinite? Ooh, probably like one and a half. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah? Maybe, you know, maybe it's two. I'm going to go I, one and a half. I'm going to go one and a half. Yeah. I mean, this is almost Capone levels. No. Nope. But, but I'm sorry. It's, it's getting that low. still worse. No, no. It, I said almost. <laughs> you need to shut up for a second and listen. It's, it's, it's getting a similar rating, though, but bad for different reasons. Yeah. Both movies weren't engaging enough. Hell, if you got Tom Hardy. Sorry. Think of another person. Tom Hardy in this role. This would be a role he would do if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, but again, I the guy is old. Venom. But he's not. He's only like 43. Okay, he could yeah, probably he could pull still pass. He could pull it off. I mean, this movie's premise and potential was a lot. There was a lot of it. Mm -hmm. But the execution was so weak that it was kind of like... What are we doing here? Yeah. The but struggle it, was real. Oh, it was it was painful. I mean, yeah, uh, it, it's it's a one and a half for me too. I mean if I struggle I usually don't struggle to get through movies. I mm. usually don't. And this was this was a tough watch. This was a tough watch. Um It's a shame because it's one of the few new movies that have come out and the last Two new movies we've done now have just have not been good. Yeah. Uh, let's do real quick though, because we both really like this, and it is a new movie. We're not gonna do a full episode on it, but there was Luca, the new Disney Pixar movie, which, if we're gonna rate it Ginger Snaps wise, it's gonna get a five. For me, anyways, <laughs> I thought it was great. How can you talk about Luca and this movie at the same time? They are but, completely different. But I want to talk about Luca, okay? <laughs> if you look at my shirt, it says Italy on it. Luca is based in Italy, so I'm going with that. I'm going full oh. Italian right now. So screw yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about a good movie for at least five minutes, please. Oh my god. <laughs> because um, this movie was brutal. Uh, Infinite was okay. so bad. No, I, I don't want to tarnish Luca by incorporating it in this same conversation Fair as, enough. Fair as enough. Uh, Infinite. But yeah, Luca, if you all have not seen it, go buy Disney Plus just for that movie for this month. It's fantastic. It is it is fun. It's fantastic. Yeah. And uh you know what? I I only watched it the one time so far, but I it's it's one of the few cartoon movies that have come out that is like a Pixar or a Disney movie that I finished it and I was like, I actually want to watch this again. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even I agree. 
you know, along the lines of like Incredibles two in recent years. Um, yeah, like I finished it, and I you was said like, the and same it's... about Toy Story four too. Toy Story four, I did see twice, but I didn't finish it. Going, I need to see it again, but mm. I did. I did see it twice in the theater when it came out. Um, I no, but there are similarities in in parts of it because again, you know, it's it's those movies about like friendship and. Um, you know, this one is definitely a fish out of water movie, but oh no, it, it's brilliant. The transformations are fantastic, uh, and the voice acting, man, I love that kid, J- uh, Jack Dylan Gla- uh, Grazier, or whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Freddie Freeman. Yeah, he's awesome. That kid is he, up on that one. Yeah. Steal from Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, or Ebert for or, sure. But both of them. But yeah. Uh, anyways. Josh, where can they find, now that we're done talking about Luca, now that we've finished going on about the gong show that is infinite, at least to us anyways, mm-hmm. where can they find our uh, social stuff? Folks, if you're listening to Ginger Flicks, look for us on our socials at Ginger Flicks Pod, one word, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, well, Twitter, it's FlixPod, but Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Flix, folks, is always spelled with that X because X marks the ginge. The ginge. And once again, thank you for joining us, guys. For Ginger Flix, I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. And we'll see you again soon. <laughs>